Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Longtime friend and listener. Yes, sir. How do you want to be addressed on here? Uh, do you want to put the, the governments out there or you want to go anonymous? No, nah, no, nah, you can say, yeah. Uh, T. Glenn on the track. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Kim couldn't be with us today, but she was really excited because this nigga is crazy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to be called for what you never know how conversations go. If Kim was here, this shit, I, I was like, this is about to be the craziest nah, shit. Kim, Kim pisses me off so much. <laughs> she, she, she does. I feel like it's her goal to make me mad. I try to be a friend so many times. <laughs> and she always got bullshit to say. <laughs> I swear, last time I seen y'all, we went and got a drink for Christmas. And she had them cat ears on her hat. And I was trying to compliment her. And she started with that bullshit as soon as I said something about that damn hat. The thing is, you I don't ever be knowing when you joking on me or when you just like making casual conversation. Ow. <laughs> You're just hard to read. Yeah. You gotta talk in the mic. My bad. Yeah. Like Damn. What you mean, like in what way? Like let's talk like right. Like directly in What you is mean, it, like what way? It's just hard to uh Oh no! You, you, you gotta give read. me an example. I, I know because I mean I joke a lot because fuck it, that shit's funny as fuck. But also you gotta remember we've known you since we were kids and you were bullying us. Bro, me, <laughs> me, mom, Mike, and John had a conversation. John and I was just talking about how fun it was to bully kids back in the day <laughs> and how like Michael never experienced bullying. It's it's different now, man. That's targeted harassment. You you your ass came up though. That's the funny part. You. Y'all was lying asses. I, nigga, I was not lying. You, you, I don't know if I want to say this on here. Say it. Remember that one teacher thought I had you and Oh, God damn it. All right. All right. Let's just move past that. What you, <laughs> uh, that that's a real trigger point subject. So, <laughs> like, so with my interview with my former bully. <laughs> <laughs> No, I never thought I was bullying. I just thought maybe I joked too hard. It wasn't, but it's just like I explained to you plenty of times. It wasn't you yeah. as much as the niggas that tried to impress you yeah. with these lame-ass jokes. <laughs> and then they would just be trying to hurt your feelings. My like, mama <laughs> caught me yesterday because I said some shit. And then she was like, listen to what you just said. Because I was like, the reason me and Juice fell out, because I got mad at his ass because we was chasing him around with the saw. And he fell on the table. And he only told on me. And she was like, what? What? <laughs> he was like, what, what, Thomas, what did you just say? It was me and Carlos, and we was like, no, no, no. You were chasing him with the salt? You know how clumsy you were growing up? Exactly. <laughs> Bruh, I've been trying to explain that shit to you for like since I was 13. Like, nah, nigga, you clumsy as fuck. <laughs> so it dawned on me, like, oh, okay, I can see. Maybe I can see his point. <laughs> but he still should have told on Carlos. 
I was scared of Carlos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we witnessed that massive uh, pride fight. Bro, that shit changed. We talked about that shit the other day. Uh, last night, bro, we had a long ass talk. We had, we like as a family. It was probably an hour just funny bullshit. <laughs> My mom's getting to the point in conversations where she just doesn't stop at the stop sign and keeps going now. It's yeah. funny, but sometimes it's just. My mom's gotten to that point, too. I think it's like us getting older. Yeah. They can fully be like, okay, he's an adult. But some shit was just, it was just uncomfortable. Like, come on. I don't want to talk about this with you. <laughs> but uh, the funny thing is, after you moved uh, schools. Yeah. The funniest thing was that my life didn't get any better. <laughs> Everybody was just mad at me. And then so it got worse. It definitely got worse. And I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't have told on Thomas. <laughs> it wasn't even like your fault either. I think the final straw was uh, I had a bunch of things. I, I wasn't supposed to get in trouble. Like my mama had a rule and so did uh, whatever the principal. What was the principal? Uh, Mr. Metlin. Yeah. Like I can't get in like a big trouble again. Like a little small shit was fine. But I think I want to say I stole Miss Pearson's uniball pins. To draw Dragon Ball Z characters. That's the most Thomas shit I've ever fucking heard about. <laughs> Little did I know Miss Pearson was like my mom's best teacher friend. So that shit hit her personally. Like her badass kid stole <laughs> from her friend. <laughs> fucking hood rat son yeah. is just out here stealing. Oh man, my, you know, I can't imagine what kind of mother they thought my mom was with John and I's kids. You gotta remember. John also like called the police. He got suspended already for Riverton. Elementary, so he had to. Mom had to bring to school. We couldn't get a babysitter. He was bad as shit. So who would want to drop everything and babysit that nigga? And he he called the police. He called nine one one from like one of the work foes at Riverton Middle. So the police came to the the school, and Mister Medlin was escorting John through every class. You gotta remember. Dude, if you want to know how we knew, how I knew John was lying, how Mama knew John was lying before it we went too far. He said the person who called 911 was a white kid wearing Air Force Ones. <laughs> nigga, nigga, this is 2001. <laughs> no white kids had Air Force Ones. <laughs> Nelly was just now hot on the scene. Right. He, I don't even think he had Air Force Ones. I'll be real with you. Not like, many niggas had Air Force no, Ones. Because I remember like that was the first like cool pair of shoes I ever had. And I had... <laughs> Man, we no nah, like what the fuck are uncool pairs of shoes? That's what we got to always decipher wore like first. Chucks and shit. Okay, but that was like the first pair of shoes that like when I wore them, niggas was like, okay. Surprisingly, they were black forces too, which oh, is weird. Yeah, nowadays you can't go for nigga got black forces around me. He got to get. <laughs> I know that nigga's old bullshit. I'm not finna get robbed. <laughs> I'm too old to fight back anyway now. <laughs> take it, man. Take it. Take it. <laughs> it's not worth my life. You know what it's I'm not saying? worth my life. Um, but the f- like, fast forward. Like, man, when you left and things got worse and I just started hanging with, like, the goth kids and shit, that shit was funny. Because <laughs> it was just like, I mean, I'm here. Yeah. I'm just going to survive. I got the buck horn. It was straight. And then I started playing football. And this is the first time I saw start- You were on the team for football. <laughs> we got a we got a huge difference, my nigga. Speaking of which, the, the first time I saw you since you had left, after y'all kicked our ass, tenth grade. Yeah. And then I was at the end of the line. You got to and you're like, 
damn, y'all got Dennis on the team? <laughs> and you start laughing. I was like, I hate that motherfucker still. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm trying to be a better human being. And then we start getting cool that next year. Like, like just you going to parties. You got to think, though, shit. bro. All my niggas turned gangster or some type of shit. The only people who stayed the same was you and Austin. Right. Yeah. Everybody was on some bullshit, man. Everybody was trying to be boosty. We just... <laughs> okay. All right, man. It's the truth, though. I lost... I mean... Boosie and Tim. You know what that shit's like to go back... Let me go hang out with my new market friends. Yeah. And I go kick it, and it's just like, oh, this is what we're doing? I just... You know, nigga, I like field parties. <laughs> right. This isn't my speed. This ain't my jam, bro. I don't... But everybody was trying to be... uh. Boosie or what? What was uh, in the what was in the water? Yeah, what was y'all drink? Crunk juice? Like what was y'all niggas drinking? It was an influx of, of hood ass niggas that came. Yeah, and like they were the cool niggas, and all the girls liked them. Why do women like hood? See, that's why you need Kim here. She can explain this bullshit. We've been trying to figure this shit out. Well, you gotta remember, I went through a little hood stage. You know what I'm saying? I think we all went through a little hood phase. I mean, I still throw up sets for no reason. Ain't nobody out here trying to check me. You know? <laughs> Well, I'm still banging, nigga. Don't let my favorite song come on. These gang signs will get thrown. But, nigga, you also be listening to Lady Gaga. Chill, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chill. That's years ago. Gaga music has been fucking trash pandas lately, bro. I can't fuck with it. Yeah, it's been bad. Um, But you can't sleep on Gaga, bro. Her. <laughs> I can't let you that, just... That little monster coming out nigga, of him. Like, what's the Fame Monster album? Fame Monster was a monster. That shit busting, bro. Um, but I don't know. I don't know why girls like. It. I think we always try to make the bad guy the most attractive. Like in movies, even in like the rebel is always the attractive guy in movies. That nigga never turned out to be shit. Yeah, we know that. Oh, <laughs> women don't. <laughs> the niggas end up in boxes or behind bars. That's not shitting on that. Shit people in them situations but it is what it is how you i don't know i think partially people think they can change people also i don't know people don't like change. he's a he's a thug with a heart of gold <laughs> like ma'am that doesn't exist <laughs> either he's about that shit or he ain't about that shit women do be wishing shit wishing for niggas to change it and showed you who they already is i just start telling women i'm a fuck boy off top <laughs> And if they just want to go through with it and I do some fuckboy shit, I'm like, I told you what I was. You can't be mad at me now. Like, what the fuck? I told you day one. This one little young bro tried to change me. She's like, I thought you were just joking when you said you were a fuckboy. I said, listen, sweet pea, fuck motherfuckers don't joke about it. I call themselves a fuckboy. That's good bitch repellent. <laughs> you not going to get a good woman. How you doing? My name is Thomas. I'm a fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> good bitch, <laughs> You won't get a good bitch if you tell her, you know what I'm saying? I'm a fuck boy. <laughs> you can't. You can't. No, you can't. But, I, I mean, you might have her for a little bit, but you ain't going to have her for a long time. No, ain't nothing worse than a smart woman. <laughs> Yo, you out? You wild? Oh shit! Man. I might take that out. My bad. I'm out here. You let, let the chopper fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me drink some of this water. <laughs> like the, the water gonna calm you down. <sighs> yeah, man. 
Let the chopper fly. Yeah, I'm saying too much. Might be some bitches listening to the motherfucking podcast. I think most are listening. It's like half and half. Swings. Oh, uh, man and woman. Yep. What about the age? Mostly uh, like 27 through 35. Uh, so, so millennials. What? Are you a self-hating millennial? No, bro. That's just... Women who know what they are in life. Them be the worst ones. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, bro. You, got, you might take that out. <laughs> you might. I realized how that sounded. I be saying shit all the time. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Like, I was talking about the Kobe uh, thing last week. I took a lot of shit out because I was like, I don't like how that sounds. Oh, bro, when Kobe died, I couldn't even, like, comment on it. Bro. Because everybody knew I didn't rock with Kobe. Me neither. And no. I'm, I'm not going to be that guy to sit out here and make a post. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Cut. When I didn't rock with Cuz, it suck ass. Like, he died. Like, if I look at everything I got to witness from him, it's been amazing. It sucks. You know what I'm saying? I, I called all my friends who Kobe fans, made sure they was cool. That's like a family member to them. Right. But I, I didn't rock with Kobe, but I love cheering against Kobe. Well, people forget, like, I know in death, so many of your past situations go away. Or people just seem to just throw them in the closet. But Kobe was an arrogant asshole at the beginning of his career. He wasn't liked. You no. know what I'm saying? And you can't just... And then he slowly transitioned to this mentor businessman. This is all recent stuff that yeah. he flipped his switch. The last, like, three, four years. Putting on for women's basketball. like Right. Um, the nigga took Brandy to prom. What, what you want me to do with that? Be happy for this nigga? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's... She gave us the boy is mine. And he took her to prom, dude. Man, I want to be down. You know what I'm saying? Brandy got fucking hits, man. Bro, you named two songs. No, I'm saying, like, she got whole-ass albums. She got the Full Moon album. She got the Brandy album. She has... Brandy or Monica? Who you taking? Brandy. Really? Yeah. Monica, my girl. I mean, I love Monica's music, too. I don't get down on the first night, either. That's why I rock with that song the most. <laughs> I mean, Before You Walk Out of My Life is probably... You got to take that out. I didn't mean to sing. So long. That shit fire, bro. <laughs> oh, what's the other one? Knock, knock, knock. With Missy Elliott? Yeah. Monica got it, bro. I don't know, man. Brandy, to me, also... Even though Brandy gave her G shit on the boy's mind when they went toe-to-toe. And then plus Brandy, Brandy was one of my first crushes also. Really? Yeah. Brandy. Like when I was real little. Like, Moesha. Yeah. Ray J's sister. <laughs> she Your is, first crush. She is Brandy first. Ray J. <laughs> <laughs> we were not Nigga, you out here liking Ray J's sister, <laughs> Ray nigga? Ray J's sister. That's so foul. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I th- what's fuck? I can, you can pretty much tell the type of person I am if I tell you who my first crush was. Who? Raven Simone. I feel that though. I, I like she was cute. I did have a crush. I had tons of crushes. It wasn't just one. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I like everybody. Now it took me years ago, Raven Simone. Then she came back on TV, and I was trying to get in my glory. Then anyway, what's it? That's so Raven. Mm-hmm. I was watching that for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> It's a Disney Channel But when show. she was when she was on hanging with Mr. Cooper, I did I was in love with her. Cause she was a little bit older than yeah. us, but she was still a kid. It was like she she fine. Yeah, yeah. Don't, Nigga, I don't remember anything about hanging with Mr. Cooper, to be honest with you. 
I it's on uh, Hulu now. Really? Mm-hmm. I used to rock with Smart Guy. Yeah. Clearly, sp- everybody watch Fresh Prince and Cosby Show. Right. Nick at Night type shit. I, w- I swear I wanted to be Jason Weaver. Like, that that nigga seemed cool as fuck on Smart Guy. Like, he's stupid as fuck, but he cool. I always wanted to be Mo. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, w- I mean, you just get so confused because I saw... He was a nigga from Wild and Crazy Kids. Right. Like, oh, man, he didn't glow it up. And, and then, then he was the bad nigga in a Baby Boy. Right. He was out there whooping people. Yeah. Threw me off. And then he was Cuba Gooden Jr.'s little brother. Right. Which is like. Speaking like, of Cuba Gooden Jr. That nigga is wild. <laughs> Damn. I didn't know. Yo, you read some of these stories. That'd be the worst shit. Like, you hear it. And it's it's coming to the point where it's just like that sh- shit like that drop every day and you become numb to it at this point. Yeah. It don't have the same, you know, punches that were thrown when you first heard about Cosby. Right. Or even that Harvey motherfucker. But like, then you read Cuba's stories. And you're like, shit, this nigga was out here moving My nigga all kind is of foul. Hands on activity only, G. In the club. Bruh. I ain't going to say what he says in that one video that's always on Twitter, but that's the wildest shit I've ever fucking seen. You know which one? Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> He's like, somebody suck. <laughs> no. Bro, you know you got to be mentally to yell that shit? <laughs> on a microphone. Oh, in a cl- yeah, I didn't not, know it was a microphone. I thought not, he was just blurting his out loud. Have you not ever seen that video? No, fam. <laughs> I like to mute people who retweet anything, Cuba Gooden Jr. I don't know how that nigga got a pass for the movie radio. It, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Yo, Why was, would you do that? <laughs> that story could have been told in many ways, nigga. We could have took a cartoon. <laughs> Who needed a live action film of that? <laughs> I was thinking the Traffic Thunder thing don't ever go full. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then they gonna put like funny parts in the movie. I felt terrible watching that joint. Like when they were playing that Motown and he was clapping all Nigga, off when he was getting chased and he tripped and fell. You know you know how I feel about people falling in general. I'm over here dying laughing in the class when everybody looking at me like I'm a terrible person. I gotta find that video. He's, he's just yelling that shit. I don't know how to type it in Google without it. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, bro, you got to be careful search for that shit. Should pop up on Google on you. <laughs> he went back to the well just in case somebody missed it. <laughs> that, that ain't shit you say twice, nigga. Niggas need censors, B. That's a title of that episode, bro. Niggas, Niggas need censors. <laughs> like you got to run that statement by somebody before you blurt that out. But that's the other thing about having like phones and other yeah. shit where you can just put something out before thinking about it. Like you don't have that self filter. That like, shit's needed, bro. I know I need that shit. You know how many tweets have went to draft. Nigga, what did you send to me the other day and deleted it before uh, I, I got the notification and then 
Um, it wouldn't post. It's a uh, spy guy sometime back sent me a gif of you at the office slapping your forehead. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna post it, but then I was. It's when that it, woman was talking shit and fell down the <laughs> steps, and it's just like. <laughs> but she uh, but uh, it posted as a photo for some reason. So. <laughs> and then it was around a bunch of explicit photos in my library. Nigga, Which that, is dangerous, bro. Nigga, you sent me that one video that time. I was like, whoa. I didn't mean to, bro. I know, but I was just like. It's like, damn, well, I guess Juice going to see some ass today. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, nigga. We were in the middle of just talking shit about fantasy football, and then I'm just over my phone like, what the fuck? <laughs> that bitch was wild, too, B. Yeah, what? <laughs> she was cool beans, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But. Yeah, like, niggas are out here wilding, and it's just like, all these stories I hear, I can't just be but like... It's funny, because everything, you know, you can get your hand on everything so fast. It has, like, fucked up how you feel about situations, you know what I'm saying? Not, I don't say fucked up how it feel, how it hits you emotionally. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to tell Michael the other day, when Columbine happened, my nigga, that shit shook everybody. Yeah. Like... My mom had to talk to me like, you can't be talking to these kids like that, Thomas. They shoot up schools. And then in the middle of this, you're still talking shit to oh, all these yeah, kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I backed off a little bit. I, I wasn't trying to die. <laughs> so the bullies even backed up. Like, Whoa, oh, well, maybe shit, we're like, out here. This nigga Mike, like you ever thought, like, um, there's a reason you got clear book bags. Yeah. Mike never got to experience Spider-Man book bags, Power Rangers, Sonic the Hedgehog, whatever character you wanted. He had to go straight Jan Sport Mesh. Damn, that is sad. You know what I'm saying? Damn, I didn't even think about it like that. We had to start tucking in our shirts. We Man, at Buckhorn, we couldn't wear jackets in the building at all. Well, even in the fucking winter. Buckhorn, that was a school that I advised nobody to go to. I think it made me a better person, though. Buckhorn High School? Yeah. Really? I mean, it was people that fucked up, but it was also a whole lot of people that was... On a different I don't know. Way. I ain't never felt like y'all schools fuck with y'all. I'm not even saying y'all schools fuck with. I'm not even saying like black people. Just like in general, when you look at the the amount of talent that came through there, that was that didn't go to school. That was the, one person. No, bro. There was more than just that one person. No, I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about that was Coach Jackson. That was doing. Bro, all that's that your shit. administration, bro. When people don't have the classes they needed and stuff like that, but that's and because, But that's because Ledbetter wasn't fucking with like. That's what I'm saying, B. If he not fucking with how the how how the athletes gonna know? That's one. Sorry, as Hazel Green signed five people. I know that's we won two games, nigga. The first and last. <laughs> but also, Buckhorn always focused on academics. That's what it was. Shut the hell up, Juice. I'm, Buckhorn's an academic school. Yeah. Bro, I about jumped out this window. Lie to me again. I'm dead ass, bro. Man, I'm about to call the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, get bro, the fuck out of here Especially compared to y'all niggas Whoa Where did this heat come from Why are we taking shots <laughs> You was talking shit about Buckhorn the entire time I throw one shot Whoa <laughs> Sir I think you crossed the line <laughs> You're getting a little too far You know <laughs> You know trash ass school <laughs> <laughs> Bro Hayes Green was everything bro My, my nephew goes Hayes Green How do you like it He's alright Like He's like a quiet kid So like, you know, I'm so far past the age of mention so and so you'll be good, but I mean, nigga, I'm thirty. Like, nigga, you on your own at this point. I can't help. You. I don't know any teachers. I don't right. know nobody. No, some of the teachers I went to school with, they cool people, but you know, nigga, like being cool with teachers ain't a cool thing. 
<laughs> like, who the fuck cares? That's true. Because it's, it's two types of teachers. It's teachers that are professional educators. Yeah. And then there's people who just kind of fell into teaching. Right. Then there's ones that's fucking students. Yeah. The predators. You can call them that, yeah. What do you mean? I can, that's what they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I'm just saying. <laughs> you ever look back and think about some of the creepy ass shit that you see niggas do? Like, like teachers? teachers? Oh. But you got to remember, bro. Most of them teachers that went to Riverton, they came to Riverton, guess where they came from, bro? Hazel Green. <laughs> guess why they left? They're fucking kids. Fucking with kids. Damn. That shit Donald me. When I went to Hazel Green, I saw them same motherfuckers and posters and stuff. Like, damn, that's my old principal. Like, oh, oh he is. <laughs> he was a little too close with the softball team. Damn. Them niggas to give us paddlings, B. Yeah. I'd steal off on Mr. Black if I saw him, man. I'd fade him. He was a bitch. He was. Like, as a man, he was a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not even like me being a kid and hating somebody. Like, he's just a whole on bitch. He, 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 he's a full bitch. I pray to God that this somehow ends up. <laughs> Thomas Glenn hates my he guts. Is, <laughs> he can't continue with life. <laughs> you know, Thomas Glenn hates his guts. How are you still a bully? I'm not a bully. I'm over that. Nah. I'm going to write a book, though. I got to think of the right way to get it off my chest, though, because it can come off very bad. The confessions of a bully? Yeah, how to get better, how to get further in life <laughs> by being a bully. A motivational. A motivational. <laughs> juice. There it is, my nigga. Appreciate that. A motivational bully speaker. I, I did not give him that idea. Hey, you got to come on tour with me. <laughs> the toxic nigga I tour. used to pick on this nigga. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. I'd have to shit on you in front of thousands of people. <laughs> Look at him. He's weak. <laughs> He's fucking liberal ass bullshit. Oh, man. Bro, we also have to talk about the quote of that you gave me. What was that? Every time you listen to this podcast, it's like hearing a man die. <laughs> Nigga, I laugh about that shit every fucking morning. Like, I be in the shower, like, that Mr. Burns be like. <laughs> I got to start writing. I got this chick I hang out with in uh, Millbrook. She literally writes my quotes down as I get drunk. <laughs> it's up to, like, 30. I just say shit. I don't know where it comes from. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like, apparently, we were at some little place that had some live band playing some shit, shit country music. And apparently I just go, I've never been a fan of Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) (laughs) Just no reason. No reason at all. But that's what makes it funny. Like, just saying abstract things. Like, I used to wonder, why does my dad just say random ass fucking shit from movies that I've never fucking seen? And now I do that exact same shit. Oh, bro, I go out of my way to reference stuff. The reference jokes are the best jokes, but... The thing with reference jokes is you got to get them to where you got to know who you're talking to. You know what I'm saying? You got to know your audience. Like, I can't reference proud family to a white person. Good joke going down the drain. Yep. But if I come here with home improvement jokes, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That shit busted, bro. (laughs) Man, home improvement was a trash ass show now that I'm watching us getting older. Really trash? I just don't fuck with Tim Allen, though. 
He deal coke. Yeah, but he's also like tries to be all that self righteous conservative shit. Oh, cause that nigga been in the pen. <laughs> you were formed. That's what. That, it's the best time for niggas to turn their life around. You have you turned your life around, Juice? You've been free this whole time. Me too, my nigga. What the fuck am I changing for? Free life is fun. <laughs> you, you get in the cage. You gotta change your life. You, you you nothing around but swinging dicks, nigga. You gonna change your life too? That's the first thing I'm doing. You let me wake up and see nothing but niggas and no bitches. It's over with for me. I might convert, nigga. It's a wrap. I have wondered if I man, if I went to jail, I probably would become a, a Muslim. Oh boy, because you started for a second. I thought you were about to say somebody's bitch, and I, I would have. Why the fuck would I say that? I don't know. That's why I was shocked. Like, damn, bro, you gonna say this shit? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know that run through folks' heads? Nah, man. I said, if I go to prison, I'm just gonna become the top guy's bitch. And I looked at him in his face like, that you, sounds like something that nigga I looked at him in his face like, do you know how bitches work? If you his bitch, you everybody's bitch, my nigga. Right. You, you the, going down the pyramid. You the community bitch. Oh, disgusting. That's the most, man, I'm about to edit his name, but that, that's the most, that guy, <laughs> that, I can totally hear him saying that shit. It's crazy, but like that little period of my life post- Graduation, not finding a job, working at Hazel Green. That was my boy. He put me through some bullshit, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yo, that post-graduate life for all of us, we were out here wilding the fuck out. I had to get out of here, bro. Like, I had to. It was the best thing that happened to me. Yeah. My mom saw the man I was becoming, and she heard a lot of shit in the streets. I'm not saying my mom was in the streets, but the streets <laughs> just be talking, B. Yeah. Because we were, I mean, the words of yourself, you know what I'm saying? We were wilding. Bro, it was scary. I mean, in this room alone, <laughs> there are just piles of SEC linemen I've shot across this floor. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't got this carpet cleaned. Oh, it's been cleaned, sterilized. Yeah, and everything. You need to come in this bitch and throw holy water. The stuff that happened in this room. <laughs> It is wild as fuck. That's just I was I went I was finally able to bury my damn friend when Mac Miller died. Yeah. I like my hoes. I, I used to mope about it and everything. It it got real. Yeah. I think I think because you didn't go to the funeral also. Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't really It wasn't a level of closure. I don't do funerals, bro, unless it's family. I, I'll do the wake. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to do that now because I, I can't handle it. Like, I got to show my respect. Like, when I went to Marty, I didn't know Marty as a person. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, you go to people, you feel like who would have paid the same respect to you, and that's the type of dude Marty was. That oh, yeah. Marty's hurt, too, though. Yeah. Because his was black eyes. Yeah. Like, that's, anytime it's, like, some freak shit, yeah. it's like, what the fuck? But, yeah. This uh this house is fucking legendary for all the wrong reasons. No, like, it's just awful. <laughs> Bro. Like I was nervous like you coming over. I was like, it's the first time you've been back. I yeah. don't know. No, it ain't at nighttime. Believe it or not, you know, since I can't be spiritual sometimes. If I would have walked in this this place and felt something, my chubby ass is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm starting to embrace the spiritual side of me. That yeah. I 
I mean, it's really not that hard. You just got to go with your gut feeling. Like, that's why it's there. This means so much bullshit's happened in my life. Not listening to the warning signs my body tries to give me. And just keep doing it, and then I'll go out and just fucked up shit happen. Yeah. Like, we talked about this last week, or it might have been a week before. Anytime you go against yourself, that's when you start fucking up. True. Like, anytime you're out of character, like, when I was going through a a bad time, like, two months ago, (laughs) bro, I really was like, man, I'm about to be future out here. I'm about to start this fucking bitches. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't fucking like anybody. I was like, I'm emotionally damaged saying, enough. Bro, if you ever feel like you need, you're going to turn in the future, give me a call because that is just not the lifestyle <laughs> that anybody should try to, you know. I tried it for a aim. week. It didn't work. It didn't, like, it's not that cool, bro. Trying to. Bro, dating, trying to date multiple women is, uh, I've never done that until I was 31 and I'm never <laughs> going to do that shit again. I was like trying to talk to like five different women. Oh, okay. Nah, that ain't too bad. You ain't. Too bad. <laughs> I'm saying, if you ain't out fucking all five of them, you straight. I was down for it. If you out there dicking down five different bitches, bro, that's a suicide mission. I was, I was, man. One of the bitches gonna be crazy. Bro, I got my tire slashed at 30, G. <laughs> Only guys, like, at 30, nigga. In the country. Woke up to go to work, my tire just slashed and shit. I said, I got to quit fucking with these young bitches. <laughs> Who does this? <laughs> she, she had the respect not to slice up my truck. Bruh. I didn't I, even trip. Ain't, I ain't text her. I knew exactly who did <laughs> I got my bitch ass on my back and put my spare on and went down to Walmart and got another tire. But what are you doing to these women? I don't know, bro. I'm t- it's trash. I ain't going to say I'm trash. But you are <laughs> leftovers. <laughs> not in the trash yet, but we're not the fresh the fresh meal. Like two day old. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, there goes lunch for Wednesday. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's me, nigga. I'm your Wednesday's lunch. <laughs> that might be the title. Wednesday's lunch. <laughs> That's me, Bruh. man, man. I really am, am upset Kim's not here. Me too. Like, I'm dead ass. I need some hydration cream. I'm trying to get my skin. I guess that's the next move of... Fuck boyness. Fuck boyness. Getting your skin, <laughs> like, off the chain. Starting to get compliments. And I'm, you know, I'm washing it. I got some special cream and shit. But they like, you need the hydration cream. If you do start, like, with the mask and shit, like, yeah. see, you're going to have to moisturize like a motherfucker. Like, that's... I don't, I don't do the mask all the time. That shit really going to be working for me. Maybe, I mean, but... At the same time, I'm not spending top dollar on the mask I use, though. You got to invest, man. It's worth I see it. that, my nigga. Like, this shit's not cheap. No, but it's worth it. It is. But back to you being a fuckboy. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, bruh, I be feeling that inner struggle. Like, because, I mean, oh, man, we all have fuckboyness in us. Yeah. We're taught that shit from a young-ass age. For sure. That, that's it's a, never good enough to have one chick. Yeah, like, no, you got to have multiple. From a young age, you're putting your head, to, you know, you want to settle down and marry a virgin. Right. But you want to be <laughs> good at time. sex. <laughs> you want to be good at sex for that virgin, so have as much practice as possible. <laughs> like a 40-year-old like, nigga, virgin. you don't deserve a virgin. <laughs> right. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you got to knock out a couple of these hood rats, then you go to the yeah, upper yeah, echelon, yeah, yeah. bitches. 
My shit was different though, bro. Like, I don't. I guess you can call it like a glow up in a way because my middle school years, I was never that guy. You know what I'm saying? Never, you know, the one with the women. But it just what I learned as a young age, what I try to tell chubby kids as a mentor in their lives is that, that I am. Is that listen? You might not be getting women, but you gotta learn how to have a conversation. Right. You gotta learn how to talk to a girl. You can't be the fat, funny friend who doesn't know how to like. If, if you sitting there with your homie and there's one chick there, he has to go somewhere. The conversation should not turn to just thin air. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So that shit helped me. But then a nigga started getting his name in the paper and start working out with sports and shit. Took off and I never looked back. <laughs> So I look at my college career, like, nigga, were you really focused? Were you really trying to go to NFL? And I look back at it, like, nah, nigga, I think I just, I, fuck it. I just like the bitches and the partying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's what, once that shit came, I was like, ah. The funniest I had to make sure I wasn't slaw too, though. <laughs> Very important. You can't be trash and now you're trying to get bitch because niggas will tell bitches, oh, that nigga don't even play. Girl, you fucking with him? <laughs> that nigga rides the bench. I mean, you also started this podcast with saying, whoa, you were on the team. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If we were competing for bitches in, in high school, I like Dennis, though. And fuck Dennis. He don't even play. I played in middle school. High school, I didn't. We talking high school bitches. Some, some, some people fucking in middle school, but they went out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, I do think it's funny. Like, we were both fat kids that went two completely different paths. <laughs> At one point, we were on the same path. I know, and then, like, where did we divert? I know what had happened. You what? stopped taming your afro. Remember, my pops used to keep my shit nice and trim. Yeah. And your shit got buckwheat style. Yeah. It's, it's also because, like, I, man, I was going through a tough time then. Oh, God. I don't want to hear about this shit. No, I'm saying, like, at home. Oh, damn it. Nah, I don't worry about that either. <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> No, but yeah, I, I just wasn't one of them dudes that stayed in the barbershop. It was like, my pops ain't that dude. Oh, my, pops, see, my pops was that dude. Right. Like, it, that's one of those things. Like, I think also the man I became was based on who my pops was. Yeah. Like, my pops married my mom when he was 21. Yeah. Never looked back. And, like, does, like, my, my pops do, like, real sweet with my mom. So I, I, I wouldn't dare ever call my dad a fuckboy. But I've looked at some of his pictures and some of his clothes he's had on. He had fuckboy tendencies. Real F-boy material. <laughs> lots the receipts. Of, lots of, you know, early 90s striped uh, Tommy Hilfiger shirts and polos. Oh, yeah. that was Pops was clean, B. My like, pop- I look at some of the pictures of my pops like, damn, my nigga, I wish I was that damn handsome. Bro, my, d- my dad is shorter than me Jesus. and pulled a woman that's taller than me. Oh, that nigga was fly as fuck. What year? I, I, I got to get a video. They got married in 83. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So my pops had, like, the the member-only jacket, the, like, always dressed to the T. But he was, like, I can't a, even. he's a late 70s kid. I can, yeah, I can't even put in my head what so early he had, 80s like, life must have been like. It's like. For it's Negroes. A, it's kind of leftover. What city? city? It was in Mississippi. Oh, so they were. If it was 83, Mississippi, it was 62. No. So I'm picturing them in. Here's the thing about Mississippi. It advanced past, like, it advanced up to about 75. Yeah. So, like, when we were kids in Mississippi, it was still almost like the 80s. You want to know what's crazy? I told my grandma. 
I hated going to Mississippi growing up because it was such a backwards ass town. I would hands down settle down there. I've thought about moving back. Like, I'm getting older and just full of bullshit and hate like an old man for <laughs> random shit. As they keep building shit around me, I'm not liking it. I just want to go to Mississippi where shit don't build. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, lots of, you can still smell the sweet scent of racism in the air. Oh, it's everywhere. They still got signs of five cents for a Pepsi. And you'd be like, damn, that's off the chain. <laughs> but fuck me, I wouldn't be able to buy one. Get black, get your go, black ass out of here. You go around back. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta get the ten cent cokes, nigga. RC only for you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even give niggas coke in Mississippi. <laughs> Fuck you, want boy. <laughs> A Coca Cola. <laughs> get that nigga some RC. <laughs> Bro, RC Cola is trash. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> It's like this thick ass syrup. <laughs> God damn. RC Cola is shit. <laughs> and my granddad used to drink that shit like it was free. No lie. I got to take this part out. <laughs> I walked up in the office yesterday. I mean, uh, Stan was drinking the RC Cola. <laughs> He's like, they're only 39 cent juice. Bro, RC Cola hadn't changed its price, bro. It, that's how you know. That's how you know that in Fago is shit. You Bro. shouldn't be drinking any one of them two drinks. I mean, I enjoy a nice Fago well, every juice. That's the nigga. <laughs> I can't fuck with Fagos. It ain't like it's an everyday thing. It's just a nice nigga, treat. Nigga, you can't fuck with Fagos no more past 25. So, what what is your fuck boy? I mean, not fuck boy. Your uh, hood drink of choice. Like when you feel uh, I'm not, feeling when I'm ethnic. feeling like TG. <laughs> When I'm not Thomas and I'm feeling like TG, <laughs> shit, grape cola, a grape cola. I love grape cola. Oh man, lately I've been on the diet grape cola, which nigga. is one of the best diet drinks ever. Nah, nigga, diet Dr Pepper. I think diet grape cola is better. Really? Yeah, nigga, I good? didn't know this existed. Yes, that's how behind the times. Montgomery is. I'm a little upset. <laughs> you talking shit about uh, fucking Mississippi? That's Montgomery. Uh, nigga, Montgomery is the birthplace of civil rights and the head capital of the Confederacy. <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, you talk about levels. A town that's just <laughs> everything, nigga. <coughs> Decimated. <laughs> it's so much taken, bro. After I, I transferred from Grambling and I went down to Alabama State, I was gonna. Uh, Enroll. I went to orientation. I was like, eh, nah, nah, this ain't it, fam. I'm going to you know. <laughs> Best decision I ever made. I don't in my know. Sometimes life. I am happy that I wasn't, in a way, an elite type athlete because I don't know if I could handle it. I would go down to like UA on off weekends and almost lose my life from just drinking too hard and partying. So I couldn't imagine being there daily. Remember, I went down there after school when I was trying to. Uh, Get my masters and shit. Remember when I left here? Yep. And I was just down there then, and I couldn't do it. It's just wild. And I was like post grad. I knew how to work your money in college and shit like that, and it was still too much. Them niggas had wine Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga wake up shirtless. What the fuck? <laughs> wine Wednesday. And then every bitches. That's bitches for everybody in Tuscaloosa too. You can throw a rock without hitting a bitch. <laughs> 
That shit. How do we even get here? I don't know, bro. I'm over here reminiscing. Like, damn. That's the other thing, man. I, I want. I don't know how you date these young girls, man. I asked my mom. You know, slowly as I got older, that sounded weird. But slowly as I'm getting older, Kim Glenn is becoming one of my best friends. So I'm asking her, it's like, Mom, I'm not going out here looking for young women. Like, I'm not spraying on brute cologne <laughs> and fucking putting on gator shoes. <laughs> putting curve on. <laughs> spraying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wearing a fedora and going out looking for young bitches on the hood of my car. Like, I'd just be out and they'd be attracted to it. So they attracted like, the fuck boys. What man. am I doing that's not really getting the more uh, upper echelon bitches? There we go. I almost said elite, and that would have pissed some people off. Because <laughs> there's no age on elite. <laughs> bitches be 40 years old and not elite. D league. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's because you're a fuckboy, man. I don't know how I got like this. I guess once the tides turned and I was no longer like, the fat friend, and I, I slowly became the prized possession of some women. You, you embraced it. I did. Because that's what we wanted as fucking kids. You'd be like, man, one day I'm going to be on it. it. Messed you me up. the dream. It messed me up, though, bro, because women come so fast. And, like, when you, especially in college sports, you think it's like that post. It is not. <laughs> no. But you, when you get them, you still treat them that way because you don't know no better. That's insightful. It's the truth, bro. It's scary. If I die alone, I'll be fine with it. I lose one hell of a life. <laughs> Plenty. I didn't, you know, saying had some woman I love, have some I didn't. Got my heart broken a couple times, broke some hearts. <laughs> you talk like Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> bro, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm not fucking with you no more, bro. Telling me I'm out here sounding like a Woo! 13-time world champion. Oh, is that Booker T? No. Damn, I can't. I want to say it was 14. Shit. Ric Flair was that dude. Oh, yeah. He's still that nigga. Um, Yo, he. I don't know how. He's whooping Death's ass, though. Space Mountain. My nigga, Death has came for him multiple times. Oldest ride, longest ride. <laughs> But I don't, I don't know. I don't know where my story ends. <laughs> like, yeah, I got to figure this shit out. I've it been sucks, trying to bro. go on the right path, but it's just. Do you even know you on the right path? Dude? I mean, that's me asking. Like, I don't know if I'm on the one. Like, you think, like, because you're doing better for yourself and you're building all these great assets in life that you've been told as a child is a successful person. But in a relationship, for the most part, what if you're the cancers one? You know what I'm saying? I've I've also considered that be like maybe the reason I don't have a relationship right now is because I'm not in the space to have a relationship. Maybe you're a fuckboy and you don't know it. I think I am. Really? Oh yeah. I'm trying to think what's some fuck. See, that's why Kim should be here. She give us fuckboy qualities. <laughs> I I'm the quote unquote nice guy fuckboy. Like I think I'm a nice guy. I'm, I'm not really. A I nice gotta be guy. real with you, my nigga. I don't think that's a thing. Nice guy fuckboy. It is. Like, really? Because it, it, like, you try to make it seem like all these other guys are fuckboys and I'm not a fuckboy when I'm oh, a fuckboy. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you're not really a nice guy. 
No, I am, but <laughs> what? It's, it's it's hard to explain. Like the nice guy uh, character is not actually a nice guy. <laughs> oh wow! If it okay. makes it like those are the dudes a that believe Dr. that, like Jekyll, yeah, Mr. Hyde. It's the people that believe that like the friend zone is like. Also, that's I also need to write that down. That's going to be put in my book too. What? How to get out the friend zone? <laughs> it's a real thing. It is, but it's not like I think people read it different ways. Like women hear friend zone as saying that um, men don't want to be friends with women. That's not what it is. It's about the people who don't actually want to be friends with people. Just want to fuck them, and they don't want to. <laughs> they don't, they don't want to totally throw them away, or they don't want to totally uh, huh. leave. It's uh, not about actual friendship because men and women can be friends. But the friend zone is about that. I guess I've been such an asshole, I can't even compute what you're saying right now. Friendships. (laughs) I'm so confused. Like, all right. Actual friendship requires a commitment to, like, being there for each other. Right. People that say, like, let's just be friends don't actually mean that. That's but, a way but from the person putting the other person in the friend zone, I'm pretty sure they mean it. No, they do. But like, if a guy's like, it's, it could be a guy or girl, but if they're just like, yeah, I'll be your friend, and they don't actually mean that, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a bitch not want to fuck with you sexually. I mean, that's a way of curving you, yeah. Okay, okay. But I don't, uh, sometimes people don't mean that as actually You can get out of this shit, though. You can. But you get, the thing is, you got to have other bitches. You can't be friend zone with no women because she'll never look at you in that type of way because in her mind, other women don't look at you in that way either. <laughs> so you just out here looking like a lonesome-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? You just going to read me on my whole fucking podcast. I, I see what the fuck this shit is about. No, bro. <laughs> I'm not talking about you in any way. Bro. That's the truth. It is. If I've been in that zone. I've been the friend zone both ways. One when I got women. And one way I didn't. The one time I I successfully got out of friend zone, yeah. it was totally like in my college heyday when I I was a fuck boy, but I, it was cool. Oh my god! But it was cool. Like I was actually talking to multiple girls, but a lot of them were just like cool. But is that when you was wearing the hat with juice on it? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's right there. Yeah. Oh my god! I hate that damn hat. Why? It's the worst damn hat I've ever seen. It's my party hat. That's my that's my version of the Colton Getter Dunn hat. Oh man, we all had to have character. Pre racist text Colton, that was a party text machine, our party machine. That dude was, yeah, elite level. That was an elite level, legendary. Yeah, like I don't want to hang out with y'all tonight because Colton's going to be there. Whenever he's around, shit gets out of hand. Different level. Yeah. But why why did you reference the juice hat? Why do you hate the juice hat? I don't know, bro. I don't. Maybe it's the style of the graffiti you wrote with me being an artist. Let me see it. I have multiple ones, but this is just the one I had all the time. Yeah, I don't think I like that part. I don't know, man. That's That's pretty cool. It's good for you. Whoa. But as an artist. As a fucking diva. <laughs> I think I am a diva though. Maybe it's that's good what it for is. you, fuck boy. <laughs> good for you, pussy. Nigga. No, I think I hated it. I know I hated it. I don't. I'm not a fan of turned up flat bills. Yeah, 
That was some. That was this. This was based on the band's suicidal tendencies. My God. It's not. It, it's an ironic name. It's not actual. I'm sorry, my G. I can't get with that. But their logo is a guy with a turned up bill with suicidal tendencies on the back. I, I, I can see that now, but terrible yeah. reference to do something like that. It's just like when I tell people, like, yeah, I'm heavily inspired by skinhead uh, fashion. <laughs> Jesus, like, are you? Yeah. Wow. Skinheads aren't. You don't have any red laces? Uh, I'm not wearing no. my docs right now. But no, Why do you? Skinheads weren't originally racist. They were, that was adopted. So it's sharps, which are skinheads against racism. Mm-hmm. racism. And then they're, uh, I can't remember the racist ones. But yeah. I almost said a racial slur. You always almost say a racial slur. Oh, if we weren't recording, I'd definitely bust it out. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been time. But uh what were you talking about? Yeah. Like that's when I was if I could go back, I would take advantage of the fact that I was the only dude in education classes with all women. Beautiful black women. Mm. And, Sisters. Like, it was a lot of fine ones. And like we studies and shit. I was I was too busy getting fucked up with my hood red friends. <laughs> you and Terrell, every time I hang out with you niggas, y'all always do something to be like, they still the same motherfucker. That's why I don't get that that it ain't make me it ain't make me mad. But you and Kip, you and Kip said, there's Thomas, he still ain't shit. And I was like, Oh, I thought I've changed some. I mean you did change. It's just you're adult Thomas. Like we we only changed so much. Yeah. You're just an adult version of yourself. Oh, well, you could have said that and it would have been much nicer. Nigga, you just had a whole spill by saying shit the wrong way. <laughs> and now you want to be like, well, you could have just said that. Listen, you emotionally damaged bastard. <laughs> <laughs> now, men in my family are like, you struggle, man, but really sensitive. I really got that too. Like, I'm having a hard time with my dad in this transition to become this sensitive man. Hey, like, text me, hey, daddy loves you. And I just want to say, bro, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's 8 in the morning. Go do something. <laughs> Go work on something. <laughs> hey, son, won't you have a great day? Remember, daddy's always here and I love you. And it's like, oh. It's because they get to the gross. age that they never thought they would get to where they're older black men. And they have to. I don't know, G. He that- was. Oh man! Well, you gotta think how hard some of these folks were. It's it's tough as me. I mean, I'm an adult, but I've spent most of my time and be around my father as a kid. You know what I'm saying? If you were hard ass then, and now you trying to be this guy, I can't. You know, (laughs) it does not compute. My dad has stayed pretty consistent. He's more sentimental now, and he gets his feelings hurt. And like, man, my granddad is still something else, though. I've told him I love him before. He goes, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Damn, nigga." Let feelings like, dog, feel. you in the seventies. Like I gotta let you know this, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all right, Granddad, love you. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself. I can't believe you gonna make me edit that shit. You get on my fucking nerves. Sorry, bro. All right, man. Let's get to the meat of it because we've been bullshitting for an hour. <laughs> we, yeah, <laughs> we haven't got to any questions. Me and Kim be recording for like. Three, four hours. Oh, uh, no. Well, shit, fuck it then. You know, I can. If you can condense a three hour serving of just us two serving up these gems, this is elite level podcasting. 
Bro, I'm, I'm elite. I think I do. I think I do think I found my calling. What is that? Like this shit. Oh, uh, you like, enjoy it though. I I went. That's- oh, we're gonna have to take that out too, huh? <laughs> no, I believe that. <laughs> you can leave that in the raw, but you can't. You're gonna put that on the. Yeah. Gotcha. But uh, I I've noticed other people have said I'm happier. Yeah. I think this is it because you get to release stuff, and it's not too much like you putting everything off on one person, even though Kim is there with you. Y'all still have an audience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I I can see it. Hell, it's almost like therapy in a way. Yeah, it is. And that's a lot. Because I'm not about to, I can't imagine, I thought about doing therapy. I've done it before. Really? Like after Chance died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, uh, I did it in college. I had a friend doing it after he killed somebody. He said he felt, I didn't feel good about it. What? You just go drop that in there. Like, I have a friend I mean, after he kills. No, it wasn't murder. Okay, it's like a vehicle accident. Yeah, any post traumatic stress is. Yeah. But yeah, it is a form of therapy. Yeah, it's just uh, I I need additional therapy also. Like I can talk to Kim about almost anything. Yeah, and it's just still it's like some stuff that like I need like somebody that doesn't know. Everybody in my life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause because be- she also has her personal opinion on some things as well. That because right. she knows them outside of just you, right? Is there no art scene in Huntsville? Yeah, it is. She go did go hit that up. I'm starting to network with people. Yeah, you gotta go. Don't be the women who be looking for more than just like how handsome and shit a motherfucker is. They want to know you're genuine. Yeah, I mean, I just I've been working so much lately. Yeah. Well, not lately. I went back to five days. But for the last couple of years, like, I just. I tell you, that's work. what's crazy about getting older. You think post college that, all right, I'm going to have a job, get this money, do all this other stuff because I got this job making this money. Then you get in the work field, my G. It is like, go home, watch Netflix, text a little bit, and go to sleep. Like, you don't feel like doing shit. I was mad when I got up this morning. I like to sleep in on Saturdays. Unless I got to cut the grass. <laughs> I had to get up and have breakfast with the men in my family. Hey, you, man, y'all always mail some Huxtable ass shit. Bro, fuck you. <laughs> no, we don't. I got to go to Sunday dinner. <laughs> Fucking loser. Y'all not have Sunday dinner? I mean, it's, I'm tired of people making that a thing. It's informal. It's informal. You be like, oh, it's the big day. <laughs> it is. Grandma gets to slave them away in the kitchen. It is, but it's just funny to fuck with you because you be like, you got this hard ex- exterior but inside. I'm a thug, nigga. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am, bro. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you think you are, bro, but you're not. <laughs> I've mentally told myself I'm a thug for years. You're not about to convince me. You're playing a character, bro. <laughs> That's why you keep getting these young ass girls. Like, they think that shit, like, they don't know the real Thomas. The real Thomas is a thug, bro. No, bro. No, you ain't. Yes, I am. I've been around thugs. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't it. No. <laughs> you a suburban thug. No, bro. That's more painful than anything. Jesus, just don't call me a thug if you got to put suburban in front of it. It's like. You call me a cul-de-sac gangster, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> a cul-de-sac <laughs> crib. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. 
Like, I've been around some stone-cold killers. Like, nah, That's the worst shit about playing college ball. You meet the You niggas. meet niggas who bout shit. You know what I'm saying? The same as being on HBCU. Like, when they be like, ain't no thugs in college shit. No, yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah. Like, they say that shit. My brother, when he first told me, like, bro, did you know niggas in the West Coast bang on niggas while they dance? I'm just like, what yeah. do you mean? <laughs> he sent me videos, and he was like, because shit got to popping on the orientation. Yeah, niggas just out there dropping sets while dancing. I would have known. I would have known. I thought a part of the dance. See, he ain't about that life, nigga. Nigga, no. <laughs> that means I didn't know the niggas in the West Coast were doing that. That's a huge difference. Who? How would somebody down here know that? I mean, I didn't know it until I went to college too. <laughs> but like, okay, that's the, that shit you learned at HBCU. No, yeah, nigga, I am PWI Shouty. <laughs> I just. <laughs> You fucking wild. I am, <laughs> B. I went. I know. I did hit up A and M for uh, some undergrad classes, though. Bro, A and M. For some summer, A and M, bro. I told my mom, bro, there was a bunch of beautiful black women on every campus. I would have been in trouble. They were everywhere, in bro. In trouble. Chances out here, wild. <laughs> I'm a fool for a black woman, boy. Bro. But a lot of time, the elite ones see you right through me. They know nigga that ain't shit. They be like, oh shit, he just over here to waste my time. I'm like, I was over here smiling. <laughs> smelling good in my cologne and shit. And I know in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh fuck. She's got her fucking Terminator scan on right now. <laughs> fuck boy. <laughs> All right, bro. So. Still- uh, oh, you go. Tell me about my nigga Spy, bro. Is he still Spy. taking bitches on obstacle course dates? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I've been meaning to call him, bro. That nigga giving me, that nigga be giving me advice about dating. That should be funny as fuck. I be like, Juice, you need to go like bike riding with somebody. I was like, Spy, I, I don't know if you know this, but I'm fat as fuck. Why the fuck would I do an athletic oh. thing just to embarrass myself? He's like. I didn't think about it like that. Like, of course. Spies, uh, like, he don't know how pervy he look if he's really taking bitches rock climbing first date. <laughs> like, you, that's the biggest perv shit you can do. <laughs> oh, let me see how flexible she is. <laughs> oh, yeah. This nigga running a sex combine. You know, <laughs> oh, that nigga's getting measurements, nigga. <laughs> like, bro, that's some freaky shit, Spy. Calm that shit down, bro. That's bitch repellent. <laughs> It's it's work. Hey, he's it's out here. worked. Hey, it's work for him. I've been doing the game all wrong, bro. This nigga's out here. I th- he finally found his confidence. Yeah, and he realized that he Is ate that the, damn bike. I think that and him hanging out with other people. Well, like I'm about to call Spy. Then he, he seems like the man to hang out with. Oh yeah, Spy's living his best life right Flexible now. Flexible women, motorcycle bikes. <laughs> Sounds like Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Yo, Spy Guy's out here. Yeah. You kidding? You out here wild. Yes. Um, one of the questions that, what's your podcast going to be about? We, we're still literally trying to find the mode because this can't be as urban as you guys just because that's just, unfortunately, that's just not me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, just far too much white shit at this point in my life, and I don't know if it'll ever go away. I think both of us embrace our blackness. Well, it got different for yeah. us as we got older. I, fu- I know how I fucked myself up because I was going through life trying to be like, I'm not going to be a statistic. 
but I handled it in a way that like my was just say black people don't do this, well I'm gonna go do it. Right. And then I fucked up and started liking some of that shit. <laughs> You fucked around with it long enough yeah, to start like... Nigga. I was like, oh, you know, nigga, hummus ain't that bad, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But I always feel like we're... It's just a part of us when we're on the podcast. It's because we're best friends. Yeah. There's niggas talking shit. We're not those... Like, I'm That's sure... I'm sure when people meet us or something, they'll probably be thinking it's different. Like, yeah, we code switch like a motherfucker. <laughs> Hello, this is uh, Thomas. <laughs> like, well, you see me on my phone when I got to talk to people. Hi, this is Dennis. <laughs> well, that's because we don't do, like, people don't come to our office, but sometimes they do. And sometimes I'll be having to see some of the folks that, <laughs> like, I handle their fucking teams, and they be looking at me like, oh, shit. Fooled <laughs> <laughs> me, guy. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Be careful what you say. Let me hear your job uh, voice. <laughs> We're having a great day at Team <laughs> This is Thomas. <laughs> Cause I gotta speak to folks whenever like the floor gets in trouble. Right. Thomas, man, I got I got this lady on her orders late. She won't go away. She refused. You need to speak to a manager. I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta get my mind right. I got, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I gotta throw powder up like I'm LeBron because it's game time now. Right? Yeah, I hear there's a problem going on. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? Oh well, excellent customer service over here, G. Bro, but that's why when. Some of the people I work with listened to the podcast. They were shocked. <laughs> you like, nigga. I don't. I don't know. I guess I ain't been around work juice. I mean, it's school juice. But for the honestly, for the most part, outside of on the phone, I'm the same person around the office. Like I spew my views upon my employees. They, th- they think I'm a racist piece of shit for the most part. But you they think are. I'm, they think I'm a good guy. Oh, I know. I've got to calm it down because. You start playing this racist character, be fun. You start believing this shit. You, 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 you oh, say, yeah. yeah, and then you look up and you're tweeting nigger out huh? there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's the most violent thing about that. Y'all was like, man, they made that character. Yeah, y'all heard all of us do because we had to answer for it. But I threw the blame on y'all. What's up with Colton? That's Mouse and Juice, so boy. I don't know that nigga. <laughs> Same nigga, that shit just, people, you just look in my eyes, you can see I've died a little bit, though. The crazies out of me kind of died, like, I kind of buried that side with Chance. Like, oh, no. My shit died when I had it, when, like, it can impact your health. She asks, when you go to the doctor, like, well, how much do you drink? Like, Not much, it just depends on if the tide's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, She's I, like, well, what do you drink? Uh, you know, I like to maybe I'll try to drink a bottle of wine if the game's bad. Some moonshine shots. <laughs> and she she looks at me like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm like I'm telling Ric Flair stories. And, <laughs> We're on the, air, uh, on the airplane. Do you smoke when? It's like, well, if I'm drunk, <laughs> there's a black amount around. That bitch is getting put in the air. She's like, oh, man. So I just checked off all the warning signs. The bad thing is we were around all alcoholics, and we fully embraced it. Yeah. It was just. Just supporting that bullshit. Yeah, and then if you did, oh, I went too hard last night. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <Bruh>. pussy. <laughs> Oh, what y'all on tonight? Oh, y'all going out now, bro. I went too hard last night. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> oh, 
Thomas, if your bitch ass don't fucking get out. <laughs> and then I live right down the street, right. too. Like, oh, let me go change. <laughs> it's a many a time you walk in this bitch with some shorts and some cowboy boots. <laughs> Are we not chilling tonight? Oh, <laughs> uh, y'all getting in this shit out? But that was how Chance was, though. Yeah. yeah, bro, just come over. We just kicking it. Come over. He's fully dressed. Yep. What, Party going, going on. on? <laughs> let me go downtown, bro. Come on, man. Just roll. Like, what the... F- let me know. I don't mind going, but let me know ahead of time so I can say no. Yo, this shit used to be popping. Because it's here. hard for me to say no to any of my friends if we need to roll to their face. In the text message, though. <laughs> like, easy. Easy game. Bruh, that last time you forced on us, like, to record, yeah. me and Kim were both mad as fuck. I can see it now being here. And what, what you have to do to set up and everything. Just the fact that you got to go through a list of subjects and shit. Right. I, I, I get it now. I get it now. Like, even last night, she was like, if that nigga don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I could. Bro, I had to push up. I mean, it wasn't really brunch. You know, mom would start laughing. I was like, no, I got to go. I'm going to do this record with Juicy Kim's podcast. And I got to push up, uh, gotta push up uh, brunch to 1030. And she was like, you mean breakfast? I was like, I- <laughs> Yeah, I guess yes. I guess now it's breakfast. Yeah, that's right. If anything, before eleven is good. It's breakfast, <laughs> but breakfast don't sound cool. You know, I went to breakfast with my family. Yeah. I went to brunch with my family. Oh shit, y'all niggas went to brunch. Oh, them niggas living life. I, some rich niggas. Yeah, shit. niggas just don't be out here having brunch. Mm-mm. I ain't had brunch in a minute though. On some real shit. Uh, I don't wake up early on Saturday, so unless, like I said, I gotta cut the grass because. If not, nigga, I am having brunch. I don't be having weekends off ever. That's yeah. what another reason why I gotta get done job. So when when are your days to unwind? Monday and Tuesday, I'm off. What awful days! But Kim be off on like Monday or Tuesday too. Oh. So like pretty much, we'll record and we'll hang out. I know I'm a struggle with is a mic when I, whenever I get mine because yep. I, I've caught myself going back and talking and trying to come back. Up. Like if you had condenser mics, you would be good. But dynamic mics work best because you're right up on them, so you you hear. I like, take it condenser more expensive too. No, really. Our first mics that we had were condenser mics, and they were cheap. Why'd you change these? Because condenser mics, you could hear shit down the street, oh. real like shit. <laughs> like we recorded in Wendy's office, so we were over University Drive, mm. and you could hear cars and everything. And it would be just wild. And it'd be like, man, where the fuck are these niggas <laughs> recording? And then we got these. Coming live we- from the north side, baby. You know how it is. <laughs> just want to move Kim's around because I know she'll have to. She's going to be mad as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> but, and then she hears us talking about it. It's going to make her more mad. <laughs> That's her fault. She should have been her. She tried. Listen, don't try, nigga, do. Title of the podcast. No. <laughs> Kim, I ain't had nothing to do with that. <laughs> Don't <dude>. try, <laughs> nigga, do. So, like I said, since I am trying to start a podcast, can I ask you a question? Man sure. to man. Mano y mano. Yeah. Is it ever okay for the woman to be the big spoon? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I need to know. <laughs> hey, man, she's really these streets, B. I gotta, I gotta make sure I'm not tripping. Nah, it's it's cool. Hey, bro, oh it's, a, it's a new world, man. I can't do it, bro. I mean, you're fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> you're D1 athlete size. Of course you can't fucking do it. But it's I'm, physically impossible. No, bro. bro. No bullshit. <laughs> when I was dating like that miniature cop chick, 
I mean, she wasn't a cop. She was, she was a little girl, but she was a cop. She tried to big spoon me one day on the couch, bro, and I, I about lost it. I was already in like an unmanly position on the couch. You know what I'm saying? You know, y'all sit together, but there's like extra space on the couch. Mm-hmm. So she laid down, so she was behind me. And then she wrestled me, and then she wrestled me down. Like, <laughs> just like so I'm just like, I put her arms around me. So I'm just like, nigga, am I getting spooned? But there's no manly way to get up from a couch when you're laying down. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta waddle around first. You gotta find your balance. Over here, you know what I'm saying? Look like getting gator rolled. It was just that had to be an unmanly scene. I, I've never been spoon, big spooned. Uh, I don't know how I would react. Exactly. You say that shit until you are at the mercy of whatever she wants. You don't feel any more warm. It's always weird when you find out what you're what you do. She's breathing down on your neck. It's you, can, breath. you can feel her hot breath on your back here. <laughs> you know you're slightly getting turned on because it's hitting your ears. Like, oh, what the fuck's going on back here? That shit's always wild when you realize what kind of shit you actually are into. <laughs> Finding out shit about yourself. And even like, I'm not one to kink shame. <laughs> But no, no, bro. Like, it's like it's some wild shit out here. I just there's a girl I know. I only showed you, bro. Into like that spanking shit. I I ain't with that shit. No, bro. One want me to abuse her, bro. I ain't trying to get no charge. Bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like I don't know my own strength. You yeah, you you said a bitch in the Exactly, bro. <laughs> I tore her ass up one time. <laughs> Ow, that bitch legs collapsed. I was like, oh, no. That's it for old Tom. You know what I'm saying? It's a wrap for me. The ballad of old Tom Glenn. No, I, was, I was an asshole, though. Because it's like an area right up on the ass cheek that's super tender that you're supposed to stay away from. I took it all out. Bam. So I'm, I'm seeing it. She must have gave you instruction on how. Do you really need instructions to spank? If a bitch bends over and you got a spanker and you hit that bitch in her thigh, something's wrong with you. It's <laughs> an abusive ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's not for kink. That's just, <laughs> you freak. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? There are two ass cheeks right there. You or if you smack pop. right there in the middle, yeah, bro. Go get checked out, B. <laughs> You're sadistic. The game ain't for you, fam. <laughs> let's find you something else, my dog. Let's let's get on let's get on Pornhub and see what else you're into, nigga. This ain't it. I know I've been changed. Yep. By the pace. Well, like just a little bit area where she's like, they clean my black soul or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like how come black is just you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Naturally, when you think of it, black's dark and evil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I am, but for the most part, as a people, we're not. <laughs> we're not. <you> know? <laughs> it's. Oh, I'm everything your mother tells you to stay away from. But that's just how it is. This is like an examination of two chubby kids as they get older. <laughs> one goes to the dark side, and one. It's somehow oh, on the yeah. dark side still, but <laughs> at, at my office, like I'm known as Lord Sidious. 
And I try to, like, we get new employees, and I tell them, just come on over, because they try to care about these people. And I'm just like, no, fuck these clients. We want their money. Well, no, this, that, and the other happened. Like, who gives a shit? That shit is not going to keep your lights on, is it? No, it's not. Fuck them. You were so prepared. To, like, being a bully has prepared you to That's be a corporate raider. That's what I'm raider. saying. <laughs> In the corporate landmark of it, like everything in childhood, you got to learn how to. Oh boy, there's no way I can say this without <laughs> sounding like a piece of shit. I might just have to skip over it. Do it. In a way, you have to prey on the weak to make yourself succeed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why you laughing. There's no positive way I could say that. It's true, but it's just funny knowing that. You've been a bully your entire life. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. But I was a, sound like an old mom, but I was a cool bully. <laughs> we got along, huh? Yeah, like, I'd pick on you, but then I'd ask you, yeah, but, but you straight? You see these shoes are supposed to come out this day? <laughs> Tell the truth, though. That's how it be. That's gaslighting, though. <laughs> What's gaslighting? Is that some new Negro slang? <laughs> the fuck, the fuck does that mean? It's like when you uh, act like you're not harming somebody and then you act like everything's just cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an abusive tactic. <laughs> Wow. Like, yeah. I have to write that down. I have to Google that later. Gaslighting. It's fantastic. <laughs> Gaslight. Yeah. I forgot you're not in these Twitter streets like you used to. No, I'll be on there, you know, keeping up with all the new shit niggas is talking about. One day. You know, niggas be mad at Oprah and Gail. We got. Uh, Terry Crews, Dwayne Wade. Uh. I find out how to search old tweets. It's some gems. No, I got, I got. If if something ever pops off in my life, my Twitter just getting deleted and start a new one. I can't, I can't afford. It. Yeah, it's not worth it. Because I, I used to get drunk and just quote lyrics. Yeah. And I've been known to spew out racist things too. <laughs> sometimes against white people, sometimes against my own people. <laughs> Everybody got. It. You know what's funny. You have a certain level of when you talk about black people with such disgust. That it's just like, should I be offended by this shit? Sometimes niggas piss me off, V. Like, niggas piss me off. You're like. I hate niggas that have a perfectly good driveway and park in the fucking grass. That's the type of shit I hate. All right. That's white and black. Some damn hillbillies and rednecks and your cousins. Your mama now. You park on the fucking street. <laughs> You're depleting the property value. <laughs> we can't resell. That's why you can't let everybody in your neighborhood. <laughs> See, you always cross that line. <laughs> <laughs> I get how it sounds. But you can't look me in my face and tell it's not the truth. <laughs> Who should you leave out of your neighborhood? <laughs> I wish there was a video. Because that look... <laughs> Yo, cousins. <laughs> I tell people all the time that trip to Wisconsin, it was the only time in my life where I didn't feel any racist bullshit. Right. In fucking Wisconsin, of all places. You think of Wisconsin, I think of corn and white people. Right. The set of a horror movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's the best time of my life. Hands I, down. We went to the ball. I got, let me get a whiskey and, or a Jack and Coke. And they like, you want to make it a double? I said, oh, how much is a double? Oh, no, we just asked you. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, what? Y'all out here serving up doubles for the price of regular? I bought me and Mia two Patron margaritas for ten dollars. 
I don't even know how much money I spent, but I remember I didn't hurt my pockets. No. Like, I, when, I, when I went home, I had some extra cash. Yeah. I mean, that trip was just glorious. If I knew how cheap the drinks were, I probably would have flew up there. Yeah, flying wasn't bad. It really wasn't. On the way back, you know, being a big dude and flying is just a nightmare. Right. Well, on the way, the initial flight sucked ass. The one from Wisconsin, Chicago, it was like 30 minutes. But the one from Chicago to Nashville was like damn near a private plane, one seat on the side. So I got all that room not to bother anybody else and to really sprawl out. When I went to Doug's wedding, I, I flew first class for the first time. Oh, I can't go back, man. You got to. It's, like, it's a game changer. I can handle the aisle seats, but at some point, if if it's that long enough flight that you need to get first class again, it should be comfortable. G. Nothing's worse than flying uncomfortable. Yeah. I flew to uh I flew to uh wherever the Cosworth City was for work. And I I mean I had I sat pretty stiff trying to make sure that whoever was beside me was comfortable, bro. And I my back was fucked up the whole trip from yeah. that shit. You walking all weird and shit? Like it's fucked. And it didn't help all I brought was fucking cowboy boots. Cowboy boots and my Birkenstocks, so. This nigga is fucking wild. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah, it's, like, I can't go back, man. Like, and then, when you be flying around other people, they be, people hate fat people. That shit For sure, true. nigga. But, like, that shit be wild. That's like, why you got to bust jokes. Yeah, but, like, one time, like, I can't remember. What, what like, I'm, if you get to talking to people, they try to make it better. Like, one time I was talking to just everybody, just like, you know, in a way, just like, what it is, what it is, you know, having to put on the happy Negro face. Yeah. Which is something, some people don't understand how, as a black man, you can never walk around and have a bad day on your face. Right. <laughs> Look like you up to something. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, nigga. <laughs> that nigga I'm not up to something. Somebody. <laughs> somebody just tried to steal my fucking credit, nigga. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's, that's why I look like this, nigga. Ain't nobody got robbed. You know, so you have to you have to walk like this on your worst days. La da da, and then you get home and let that shit yeah out. But yeah, I, I was, no, and basically uh, the lady, they somehow the people let some kids sit on the outside, let me get inside so I could have more room. Like it was cool about it. The one that sucked was when I got bamboozled going to Mouse's wedding. Like me and another big dude both had the aisle seats, and she was like, "Well, do you want to move up to the front?" We can do that. Nobody's in there. So I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Thought it was a bigger seat. Worst seat. I was in that bitch crammed. I mean, worse. I mean, like I was sitting so high, my thighs were so bunched up that my balls were falling at the bottom. Like it was just awful. I sat on my balls the whole trip. <laughs> swollen testicles. That's probably why I didn't have sex with anybody that trip. I was too ashamed of my swollen testicles. Your grapefruit size testicles. <laughs> too afraid of my swollen testicles to whip them out in front of any female. What we got? How long has it been? Damn, we ain't been talking this whole time though. Yeah, we have, but we haven't been recording this whole time. Fuck it. Okay, so how should we close this? First, thanks for coming. Appreciate it, Hoss. Um, it's been a blessing. You know, just being around the real. What really keeps the suburban podcast going? The man behind the scene, the one who does the work. So it's uh, I'm happy to be here. I couldn't wish for a better time. Appreciate it. That's um, good shit. Um, I'm I'm I hate when I have to hear my voice, because in my mind, when it comes out of here, I sound like Young Jeezy, but then I listen to myself talk nowhere close. But your voice is dope as fuck. 
I know it sounds weird. Dudes giving uh, compliments I, I, to each other, but I didn't know how to take it at first. But I was like, you <laughs> we got Me and Juice have been super personal this con- this uh, conversation, so understandable. But like, I think doing this makes me just appreciate people's voices more. Yeah. And then plus, Kim's voice be dope as fuck. Like, like Kim no, does, like, bro. Like that should be. Like, I'm gonna be real with Kim. Could sell some shit online, like her voice. Yeah. Like she could read off an exotic book. I wouldn't buy the motherfucker. An exotic or erotic. <laughs> no, nigga, an exotic. <laughs> what is an exotic book? That's Niggas what I'm talking about the wild. If Kim could describe a jungle, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but an erotic as well. I just had never heard an exotic book. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty sure I just got the word wrong. <laughs> I'm almost 100 percent sure I said the wrong word. Zoo books. <laughs> You talking about the shits you could buy online at one eight hundred numbers? That, if Kim was reading zoo books, nigga, that is kids a would ca- podcast. Kids would care again. <laughs> they care about. She could single handedly save the environment Man, by reading. Zoo we books. wouldn't need Steve Irwin's child. But like, I hate my voice because I sound like a mixture of a serial killer, Darth Vader, and uh, some weird ass nigga. I don't get that. You don't you don't sound like a big nigga though. I definitely got the big nigga on my voice. Yeah, I don't have that. I have like, a, I have the uh, nasal. I'm more nasal. Like, can you imagine if you went someone's people had to guess your voice? They never get mine or yours. I feel like they get mine. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't get yours at all. It's just like when people come in the office. They would office probably and... pick some weird looking white kid with glasses. Yeah, exactly. Wearing a Pink Floyd shirt and stonewashed denim jeans and Vans. I do feel like there is. Holy a, shit. That is me. <laughs> wow. Just not white. I don't know what you can do with my voice. A big nigga. <laughs> a six foot something nigga. <laughs> you can't hide that shit. Okay, bro. I do. I've always felt the disconnect. Like, I know the uh, the big man codes and the, the rules, but it's just. No, bro. Niggas out here breaking rules every day. <laughs> I, I do take that. I feel like there's a fraternity in big niggas. There is, but it's smaller than any other fraternity because big niggas, some niggas just give up. They be like, oh, I'm fat. <laughs> you fuck it, nigga. Fuck trying to cover my belly up in public. No, nigga. Let's go to the tall sizes, nigga. Right. You know, I, nobody wants to see that bullshit. <laughs> like, oh, I'm fat. If I bend over, it comes plumber oh. crack. No, nigga, your pants are too small. <laughs> Fuck, nobody wants to see that shit. Like, but, it's the level between being a big guy and then just being sloppy. Right. And that's what you got to fight. And nigga, I'm going to be honest with you, you got to fight it, nigga. Just stay sloppy. You're making it harder <laughs> for niggas like me. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying like, that's the struggle. That's the disconnect. It's not even a struggle, nigga. It's like, do you like bitches? <laughs> <laughs> yes. A- Okay, click on, oh. clean your shit up, nigga. Oh, shit. Get you an edge up, nigga. Bruh, nothing makes me feel better than getting a haircut. Bro, I feel my barber can tell. He's like, there's a difference in your attitude. He's like, it's like the Spice Adams app or this little <laughs> video. He's like, bro, you change. Once you feel me start edging, you start making more jokes. Kind of, man, bro, I remember one time I was getting my haircut and Dreams and Nightmares came on. <laughs> 
I was ready to run through a brick wall. Uh, I was like, I don't know. I, I did to get at my barber though. He was knocking my mustache down perv level. <laughs> like mine. Like, so you got one? Get it light. Oh shit! Yeah, nigga, get rid of that. That's the other shit. It's just like, super thin. Once a mustache gets thin, it screams. <laughs> I either. <laughs> yeah, I gotta let me calm this down. It either screams. I drive an ice cream truck, or I like, <laughs> yeah, I like my women young. I'll leave it at that. So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.